welcome back to San Francisco Legislative Outlook, the weekly program that provides you with an update on the latest decisions made by our elected officials. I'm Jennifer Lowe. And I'm C.J. Hunt. On Friday, December 12th and Tuesday, December 16th, the Government Audits and Oversight Committee met to discuss Board President Peskin's plans for budget cuts and layoffs related to this year's budget deficit. It's important that everybody share the pain, but that does not mean that everybody has to share the pain equally. Uh, and I say that because there are some programs uh, that, while they are valuable um, in times of economic scarcity, uh, are luxuries. Uh, I say that because there are higher and lower uh, wage earners in San Francisco's government. Um, and I want to acknowledge that uh, of our many bargaining units, of our many units of labor, uh, over 40 of them, that some of them have given back in the current fiscal year. Uh, some of them uh, have uh, not given back in the current fiscal year. And I think that we as a city, both on the mayor's side of the building and on the board of supervisors' side of the building, uh, have to acknowledge that and, and make that uh, fair. And so I, I would suggest, if you will, a sliding scale in the sharing of that pain where the highest wage earners uh, share more of that pain uh, than the lowest wage earners in San Francisco. On Tuesday, the committee decided to not to move forward with the proposals so they could be considered by the new configuration of the Board of Supervisors that will begin in January. On Monday, the Land Use and Economic Development Committee heard Supervisor Peskin's resolution establishing city policy supporting smart grid technology and protocols for city electric systems, and urging the Public Utilities Commission to repair a study to identify the most effective and economic means to implement smart grid technology. The item was sent to the full board as a committee report and was approved with a unanimous vote. If you are gone during the day, you could ramp down the use of electricity, or when you are asleep at night. Uh, it's also, in its best implementation, a system that has enough sensors on the distribution system that the energy provider can realize when a transformer is going down or mm -hmm. uh, there are a, a down power line, a whole, a whole lot of things that uh, this has already been implemented in, uh, in Europe in many instances. The United States has been behind the curve. The committee also considered Supervisor Peskin's ordinance requiring tow truck operators to display brochures that explain your rights when your car is towed from private property. The item was sent to the full board as a committee report and was approved with a unanimous vote. Also on Monday, the committee considered Supervisors Chu, Maxwell, and Alioto Pierce ordinance to provide protections for tenants who are victims of domestic violence or stalking, including protection from evictions based on the actions of abusers or stalkers, rental agreement termination rights where personal safety is at substantial risk, and confidentiality protections. The item was continued to the committee's next meeting on January 5th. On Tuesday, December 16th, the full board considered whether to override the mayor's veto of the ordinance prohibiting any new general advertising signs on street furniture and prohibiting new general advertising signs visible to the public on the exterior of city-owned buildings. The board was not able to overturn the veto since a two-thirds majority is required. 
uh, unfortunately, uh, I find that the mayor uh, decides here that uh, the will of the voters is not of a sufficient measure to support this. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, he has vetoed this. Uh, I think that the essence of this is that the voters understand and have understood in another ballot measure back in around 2002 that the environment we live in is one in which uh, the crass commercialism, uh, the overt materialism that we often find at the base of many of the problems that we try to address in terms of societal norms, behaviors, uh, is something that uh, indeed uh, is not desirable by the people of San Francisco. Again, general advertising signs in the private sector, now general advertising signs in our own uh, public uh, sections of the city, the sidewalks, public buildings. The voters have indicated repeatedly that uh, they do not want to be subjected to this kind of visual blight where our city is plastered with general advertising signs. An ordinance prohibiting advertisements for alcoholic beverages on city property was also considered this week. The item was passed with a unanimous vote. Also on Tuesday, the board revisited an ordinance deappropriating almost a million dollars of funding for the Community Justice Center in fiscal year 2008-2009. The board approved the funding for the center earlier this fiscal year, but then voters rejected the plan in the November election. The item passed with a 6-4 vote, with Supervisor Sandoval excused from voting. Supervisors Aliota Peer, Chu, Dufty, and Ellsburn voted against the deappropriation ordinance. They also examined Supervisor Aliota Peer's ordinance amending the Union Street Neighborhood Commercial District to provide for a limited number of new full-service restaurant uses. The ordinance passed with a unanimous vote. The board also deliberated on an ordinance that would establish a music and culture sustainability policy for the city and urged the Planning Commission to consider amending the general plan to implement that policy. Supervisor Ellsburn moved to divide a section of the ordinance that gave too much power to the Entertainment Commission. This is more about any time another department wants to, has legislation pending, changing the rules and regulations in regards to permits they issue, the Entertainment Commission must hold a preliminary hearing on that. I just don't think that is an appropriate uh, role and I'd like to pull that item out. The board voted 5-6 to six to remove the section with only Supervisors Campos, Daly, Dufty, Mayor Karimi, and Sandoval supporting the original language. The rest of the ordinance was then approved with a unanimous vote. Also on the agenda was Supervisor Aliota Pierce's resolution declaring that the policy of the Board of Supervisors is to maintain the Francisco Reservoir as open space and urging the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission to preserve the property for public recreation and open space. Our general plan currently designates the Francisco Reservoir as public recreation and open space. It is my understanding that earlier this year, representatives of the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission indicated a desire to declare the property a surplus and sell it for private development. In order for that to be accomplished, the Board of Supervisors would have to amend the general plan so that the property was no longer recreation and open space. This resolution would reaffirm the general plan and declare it our policy to keep this property for public recreation and open space, and I would appreciate your support. The resolution was approved with a 9-2 vote, with only Supervisors Chu and Ellsburn opposed. And finally, the board held a hearing on a proposed tourism improvement district. None of us could have foreseen the financial challenges that this city faces right now. This exercise, the tourism improvement district, uh, is a fantastic example of um, 
alternative opportunities to provide ongoing sustainable funding for, for both tourism improvement as well as sustaining Moscone Center. Thanks. The district was approved with a unanimous vote, with Supervisors Dufty absent and Supervisor Ellsburn excused from voting. On Wednesday, December 17th, the Budget and Finance Committee considered a resolution approving a Municipal Transportation Agency contract for management and construction management services for the Central Subway Project with a joint venture of AECOM USA Inc. and EPC Consultants for up to $147 million. The item was forwarded with recommendation to the full board meeting on January 6th. On Wednesday, December 17th, a joint hearing of the Public Safety Committee of the Board of Supervisors and the Police Commission was held at City Hall to officially receive and discuss the Police Executive Research Forum's organizational review of the San Francisco Police Department. I completely support the report, which I had the pleasure of hearing this evening. It's most impressive, especially emphasizing the core thought and commitment to community policing. We're not building a community policing uh, strategy. You know, it's always implemented from the top, but it's not from the community. You come and ask us for our input, but we're not sitting at the table when the implementation is done. Due to the winter holidays, the Board of Supervisors will not meet until January 6th. However, there may be committee meetings during the next two weeks. That's all we have for this week's legislative report. For updated agendas and other information on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, go to sfgov.org slash BOS. Now, a look at the mayor's activities this week. Earlier this month, Mayor Newsom announced Shop SF, Get More, a citywide incentive program intended to encourage local and Bay Area residents to visit, shop, and stay in San Francisco during December and January. The campaign offers discounts and promotions for the residents of the nine Bay Area counties. This week, the mayor's office announced two transit incentives that are part of the program. Locals and visitors can now purchase a Sunday Fun Day Pass that allows them to ride Muni and explore San Francisco on one transfer all day, every Sunday. Also, cars entering designated city-owned parking garages between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. get one-hour validation for cars with three persons and a two-hour validation for cars with four persons. Participating garages include Sutter Stockton, Union Square, Ellis O'Farrell, Fifth and Mission, Lombard Street, Mission Bartlett, and Civic Center. Both programs run through Sunday, February 1st. Information on these incentives is available on the Convention and Visitors Bureau website at www.onlyinsanfrancisco.com. Up next is Bill Dillon, who is our fabulous audio pro in the office, with this week's calendar of events. Hi, this is Bill Dillon with the SFGTV Community Calendar. Thursday, December 25th is Christmas Day, a city, state, and federal holiday. All government offices are closed. Parking meters on port property will be enforced as always. No other parking regulations apply, except that hazardous conditions are always enforced. Over at the San Francisco Main Library, why not check out Harvey Milk, Private Life, Public Life, an exhibition of original photographs and archival material drawn from the collection of the James C. Hormel Gay and Lesbian Center and the San Francisco History Center that explores the life of Harvey Milk from his childhood to his days on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. 
Highlights include family photos, love letters, candid snapshots, and political papers. It only runs through January 10th, so don't miss your chance. The exhibition is on the third floor in the James C. Hormel Gay and Lesbian Center and the sixth floor in the San Francisco History Center. Friday, December 26th, is the beginning of Kwanzaa. The seven-day Kwanzaa celebration will be held at locations throughout the Western Edition in San Francisco, and it starts with an event from noon to 1 p.m. in the City Hall Rotunda. On December 31st, you can check out New Year's Eve fireworks at the Port of San Francisco. For approximately 20 minutes, a spectacular fireworks display will launch from barges located 1,000 feet out in the bay. This family event is alcohol-free, so leave the bubbly at home. No public consumption of alcohol will be allowed. That's New Year's at midnight at the Ferry Building Marketplace. For more information, you can email info at ferrybuildingmarketplace.com. January 1st is New Year's Day, a city, state, and federal holiday. All government offices are closed. Parking meters will be enforced on port property. No other parking regulations will be enforced except for any hazardous conditions. And that's the SFG TV community calendar. Happy holidays from SFG TV. Thanks, Bill. That's all for this week's show. For SFG TV, I'm Jennifer Lowe. And I'm CJ Hunt. Now, this program is probably the last show for San Francisco Legislative Outlook, which we expect to be canceled. So if you have any comments or want to express your support for the program, please contact SFG TV by emailing us at sfgtv at sfgov.org. Again, that email address is sfgtv at sfgov.org. And that being said, we wanted to give our um, thanks to the staff and the crew of Legislative Outlook who help make uh, this program uh, come to you weekly possible. For um, over three years. That's right. Um, so to our prompter operator, uh, fabulous Mark Bunch, and our um, awesome editors, um, Tom Loftus, Greg Burke, Tom Stewart, and Scott Wiseman. And last but not least, our fabulous director, Mike Freeman. So thank you for watching, and uh, we hope to see you next year. That's right. And Jennifer Lowe. And CJ Hunt. <laughs> Thank you.